welcome back to another episode of Traveling on Lime Kiln Pike with your host, Bryant Powell. In today's episode, I wanted to tell a story about a road trip I took to one of the most musical cities in the United States, Nashville, Tennessee, the music city. From visiting historic universities, spending time at honky-tonks on Broadway, to going to a taxidermy bar, Nashville definitely didn't disappoint. Don't forget to like and subscribe to the podcast. So what brought me to Nashville, Tennessee? Long story short, while I was going to Washington University in St. Louis getting my MBA, I wasn't making a ton of money, be that I was making no money whatsoever. And I had no financial ability to go back to see my immediate family for the Thanksgiving holiday. However, I was lucky enough to have a uncle and cousins that lived in Nashville, which was only five hours driving from St. Louis and maybe a 45-minute flight away. So I decided, hey, go to Nashville, have been there since I was a little kid, and get to see a city that's been ever-evolving over the last few years. Again, as a college student, I didn't have the money to go out there, and the plane ticket was too, too expensive, especially going last minute. However, I was able to find a couple of classmates that were driving to Nashville, not to see family, but to enjoy a holiday getaway in a city they'd never visited before. So luckily, they had one spot available, and I was able to get on that car before they were heading out a few days prior to the day before Thanksgiving in November of 2017. So the five of us got into the car, and we took a five-hour drive all the way to Nashville, Tennessee, going pretty fast, mind you. The driver was basically a speed demon going 100, it seems like, the whole entire time. But we made it in one piece, and we all eventually had a great time in Nashville. Most of the time, I was hanging out with my family, thus I didn't do all of the touristy things in Nashville compared to my classmates, but I was able to take advantage of some things to give you some great tips while you travel to Nashville. Why was Nashville an intriguing city for me to visit? Number one, obviously my family was there, so I wanted to make sure I visited them for the holidays. I haven't seen them in a few years. But other reasons why I liked going to Nashville, one, it's the country music capital of the world. I'm not a huge fan of country music, but to see a city that's so interconnected with country music and the passion behind it was very intriguing to me. Number two, it seemed to be a pretty big party city, what I learned over the last few years, with it being the second most popular place to go for bachelorette parties outside of Las Vegas, Nevada. Another reason why I've heard a lot of people increasingly moving to Nashville not only because of the opportunities in the music industry, but in tech, as well as, you no know, great cost of living. As well, I think there's like a 1.6% growth rate over the last few years. It's gone down a little bit over the last few years, but it's still increasing compared to other cities. And lastly, 
obviously the food and the country hospitality was something that was very intriguing to me and kind of wanted to get a taste for it while I was there. While I didn't take advantage of the whole entire tourist scene of Nashville, while I was there for a few days over the Thanksgiving break, I did figure out some helpful tips for people that did want to travel to Nashville for a weekend or an extended period of time. The number one tip I recommend is to embrace the country music scene of the city. When you go to Nashville, you can instantaneously see that music, especially country music, is the name of the game in the area. From honky-tonks, country music museums, posters, billboards, you know, people wearing cowboy hats and stirrups, you can definitely see that this place is meant for fans of country music. So visiting theaters, honky-tonks, even going to some restaurants that are themed of country music is great. And while it's known for country music, there are other aspects of it that are musically inclined. Like I know friends that have family that live there that are in the hip-hop scene, also in the R&B scene. So this is a, a place that really, really puts music as a paramount aspect of the city. So if you're into country music, then this would be a place you need to go. And if you're not a huge fan, just embrace it over the next few days while you're there. The second tip I would tell you to do while you're in Nashville is go and find a hot chicken sandwich. And I'm a big, I wouldn't call myself a foodie. I just like to eat food. And if it's a lot of it and it's tasty, then it's for me. Now, the hot chicken sandwich, they have the variety of being spicy or not spicy, but it's usually a big piece of chicken. It's very juicy, has good taste, and you really taste the, the countryness of it. A lot of times it's have the chicken on some white bread and some pickles on the side, but, you know, sometimes simplicity is best when you're eating great food. A place I recommend going to is a place called Hattie B's. My uncle took me there maybe a couple of times while I was in Nashville, and every single time I ate there, my plate was completely clean. So Hattie B's is definitely a spot you need to go. If not Hattie B's, any place that has good hot chicken, you will not be disappointed. A third tip I would recommend you looking into is lounging. As I said earlier, Nashville's population has been growing significantly over the last few years. And with the population growth, there's a lot of apartment buildings, condos, a lot of other developments that are building with it as well. My cousins, they currently lived in a complex which was currently being built as they were living there and got a great deal in the apartment when it opened. But even when you go you know, driving throughout the city, you can see scaffoldings everywhere of them building up significantly. Probably another reason why is Amazon is be moving in there over the next couple of years. So they're trying to prepare for that influx of jobs in the Nashville area, as well as I think the cost of living is very, very inexpensive compared to other major cities that are in the area. I say all that to say there's a lot of developments that are opening, a lot of rooms that are opening, thus a lot of Airbnbs that are opening with the influx of, of supply of apartment buildings. And where my friends were staying around the Vanderbilt area, as well as the downtown uh, Nashville area, there were Airbnbs for $40 and $50 a night in like 
two to three bedroom apartment complexes that were brand new and state of the art. So I recommend if you're going to Nashville, definitely look into getting an Airbnb. You'll get a great steal and you'll be able to be in the neighborhood in which you were currently in. My fourth and last tip is to enjoy the outdoors in the Nashville area. There are plenty of parks, hiking trails, as well as outdoor activities that will allow any visitor to spend a lot of good and fun days outside. One place I ended up visiting was Centennial Park, which was maybe like a few miles away from Vanderbilt's campus. And you can truly see why it's called the Athens of the South. There are a lot of Greek structures that were built around there that makes it look like you're basically in Greece, especially an area, oh, sorry, a location called the Parthenon, which is a full-scale replica of the original Parthenon in Athens. It features functions as a museum and also stands as a centerpiece of Centennial Park, which is a large park, as I said earlier, in the Nashville area. My cousin worked there, and she said it gets a lot of tourists throughout the afternoons when she works there. And it's a great place to kind of take pictures. You can almost kind of hint at you actually were in Athens, Greece, instead of Nashville, Tennessee. The primary reason why I started this podcast was for it to be a love letter to the travels that I've taken over the course of my life. And the story I'm about to tell today encompasses that particular passion. I want to tell the story of the morning that I spent with my uncle the day of Thanksgiving in November of 2017. Over the years, me and my uncle have never spent a lot of time with, with one another. We would see each other in the comings and goings of family reunions or when you will come into the area, we'll grab a lunch or a dinner, but never really extended period of time one-on-one. So I was pretty stoked to actually spend a whole entire morning with him while I was in Nashville for Thanksgiving and able to see the city how he saw the city. So in the morning, we got up around 8 o'clock in the morning, and he said, hey, Brian, are you ready to have a day in Nashville? I'm like, sure, what's on the docket? He says, don't worry about it. We're going to travel around, we're going to show you some sights, and you're going to enjoy your morning before dinner is ready around 2 or 3 o'clock. I was like, okay, I have no problem exploring a city I've never been to before or not in quite some time. So first stop, we end up traveling to one of the most iconic restaurants in the South, Waffle House. To be honest with you, I have never been to Waffle House outside of one time in Atlanta. So I was kind of stoked to go a second time because I've heard all the the great things about Waffle House and how it's probably a great experience for eating breakfast in the morning or late night festivities. So we end up going to Waffle House. It's super crowded. Obviously, the day of Thanksgiving, people getting a little bit of breakfast before eating. I end up getting some chocolate chip pancakes and a scrambler. Uncle ends up getting a very healthy breakfast with fruit and vegetables and I'll leave some eggs, whites on the side. We were there maybe 45, 50 minutes. And when we sat down, we ended up just talking about how life was going for the both of us. 
my uncle had recently retired at that point in time, so I was trying to figure out how can I get to his level and being retired and being as happy as a clan while I was going into my career. And we had a good conversation with busboys and the waitress that came around every once in a while as well. And we're pretty filled up at that particular time for only $10. So it was, uh, it was a pretty good breakfast to kind of start the day. After we ate at the Waffle House, we decided to visit the local HBCUs in the Nashville area, particularly Fisk University and Tennessee State. As a little bit of a background, my family is a huge fan of education. I have aunts and uncles that were former teachers and professors. Some have got their PhDs and master's degrees. And currently, I was getting my master's degree in my MBA. So obviously, education was very, very important. That's the reason why my uncle decided to take me to Fisk and Tennessee State. So we walked around campus. It was pretty dead due to the fact that it was Thanksgiving Day. But we took pictures in front of the statues that were there. And we walked around where the libraries were at on Fisk University's campus. And just enjoyed the scenery and the nice weather that was going on at that particular morning. And after that, we ended up driving to Tennessee State. We didn't really drive on campus. We just ended up driving close to the football stadium because I'm a huge football fan and took a couple pictures there and just kind of organizing ourselves what we're going to do for the rest of the morning. Once we were done at Tennessee State, my uncle's former church, uh, he was previously a pastor, was only a few blocks away. So we ended up driving to his old church and he gave me a few stories of some of the patrons that were there and some of the high points he had while at that church. Then after that, we decided to travel to Centennial Park, which is one of the largest parks in the Nashville area. And we ended up driving to the Parthenon, which was a replica of the actual Parthenon in Athens, Greece. Before we went there, my uncle never really told me the affinity that Nashville had for Greece and why it's called the Athens of the South. But as soon as I got to Centennial Park, I really saw the influence that that particular culture had in that area. There are plenty of buildings, which I didn't really know the names to, that looked just like they were just shipped right from Greece, right into the middle of Nashville. We ended up walking right towards the Parthenon, which was pretty crowded with people taking pictures right outside of it. Again, unfortunately, since it was Thanksgiving, nothing was actually open, but you can kind of peek your head in and see aspects of the museums and sculptures and paintings that were just around the window when you kind of looked inside. While we're there, we took a few additional pictures just to have the memories of being there, and he had also told me a couple of stories of my cousin that was working there, and some of the issues that arose when she was you know, dealing with tourists or people touring the museum. So that was a good time while we were at the Parthenon. And I think at that point, it was around noon. It was getting a little bit more warmer. And 
I believe our stomachs were growling again since we had eaten breakfast around 8 o'clock that morning. And by that point in time, it was around 1.30, 1.45. So we drove back to the house to pick up my aunt, who was waiting very patiently with her broccoli casserole to take to my cousin's apartment for us to eat Thanksgiving dinner. We, then we drove to my cousin's house for Thanksgiving dinner, watched some football, enjoyed each other's company, ate a whole bunch of food, which I was looking forward to as Thanksgiving is my favorite holiday. And after everyone was done eating Thanksgiving dinner and football was winding down, everybody did one of two things. Seems like every family does. Either go out shopping or go watch a movie. One half ended up going shopping. The other half ended up watching a movie. And then after that, it was that's basically the end of the Thanksgiving. Again, I tell that story not to be one of the more adventurous trips that I've taken or stories that I had taken or really a story that really encompasses what Nashville is as a tourist. It's a story I wanted to tell because it was the most memorable experience I had with my uncle probably for a long period of time. And I really cherish the time that we had with one another. And I look forward to making more stories and more connection with him just like that over the next few years. Lastly, here are some recommendations of places you should go to while you're in Nashville. If you're looking for hot chicken, there's no better place to go to than Hattie B's for that hot chicken fix of a Nashville delicacy. If you're looking for a bar, you should go to the Crying Wolf. That was the bar I spoke of earlier with the taxidermy animals everywhere. Great deals for happy hour, great customer service, and interesting patrons you can have a great conversation and fun night with. If you're looking to take advantage of the country music scene, I definitely recommend going to the Country Music Hall of Fame or Ryman's Auditorium to see a show. However, if you're looking to get on the dance floor a little bit, I recommend going to Tootsie's Orchard Lounge, one of the more famous honky-tonks on Broadway. And finally, if you want to see why Nashville is called the Athens of the South, I definitely recommend going to Centennial Park. Here, you can see the Parthenon, an exact replica of the Parthenon in Athens. And only a few miles away, you can see historic colleges, such as the HBCU, Fisk University, and Tennessee State. Well, that concludes my tips, tricks, as well as my stories to my Thanksgiving trip to Nashville, Tennessee. Had a fun time with a whole bunch of my classmates and my family. Thanks again for listening to the podcast. And as always, if you're traveling, make sure to bring a pal. Talk to you soon.